0: Hello, hello. Everyone's back for another episode of It's Tempting Pod with Casey and Erin. <laughs> Yay. Um, I'm in like a really good mood today. I'm not even going to lie. Like I'm excited to recap I, this episode. Yeah, I feel like we're both in
1: really good moods. Like weird things have been happening to us lately that like honestly <laughs> I feel like as weird as they were have like put us in like i know it's because it's right. like
0: i don't I know. know i know our lives are exciting outside of this little pod in social media shit's popping off <laughs>
1: shit's popping
0: <laughs> off <laughs> okay guys so um we are recapping season one episode two today mm-hmm. we're not gonna do two parts um nope. we're gonna test it out we're gonna see no matter how long this is if it's an hour hour and a half two hours whatever it's going to be one part because I've had some feedback and some people just want to like listen to us all morning long on their way to work or mm-hmm. on their break and I'm flattered. So no two-parter.
1: I agree with that. I also feel like – I know I say this every freaking episode, but I genuinely feel like we're getting in the swing of things. <laughs> this is episode two. Like I, I really feel like this is going to be
0: a, a, sh- pretty, a short one. and then A short one fast forward an hour and 45 minutes later because we ramble
1: (laughs) Um, damn it
0: (laughs) and then last episode you guys we loved that episode you guys loved it but i feel like i was a little hesitant and i'm not gonna lie i still am a little hesitant just because like i'm obviously in this season um a lot of the season is about my shit storm of a life and situation. And I just don't want to, I kind of feel like I'm walking on eggshells, honestly, because I don't want to offend anyone. I don't want to bring up the past and like, just bring up drama again. But at the same time, like this is my job now and I want it to be entertaining. So last time was kind of like Aaron interviewing me in a way. And today we're going to be back to our normal, like me and her are co-hosting a podcast together. And we're, I'm going to try to not be very unbiased. Right. And just like, it's not going to be like, let's interview Casey for all of season one recap.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I also feel like it's hard to like.
0: When you're it's on been,
1: it. Exa- well, yeah. And like, it's been so long and like so much has changed that it's a little nerve wracking talking about It is. Because you're a different person and like you've different <laughs> relationships, like everything is so different. So like I my totally understand and I know when we recap my season like I'm going to feel the same way because Yeah. You obviously want to say your full opinion, but you also are nervous because you exactly. don't want to hurt anyone or you don't want to get exactly. mad at you, but like you said, yeah, this is our job and obviously when we do the podcast, we don't we're never talking shit on anyone. No. We're honestly just giving our opinions, and again, basing it off what we saw. So, yeah,
0: 100%. You know,
1: I plan to do that with my season as well, even if I'm friends with these people.
0: Yeah. And it's just <laughs> – Let's do the thing. So episode two, I just wanted to like open up with, they do like a little like recap of what happened like last episode. And I say a line, which I think is so funny. It's like such like, I was like telling the future. I said, this is it. You're going on here to be together or start our new lives. And the fact that like my life is so drastically different almost four years later is unbelievable.
1: Yeah. that well, That's just, wild. Yeah. And it's crazy too, because When you were saying that in that moment, I'm sure you didn't think that you would never see Evan again or like talk to him like you have before again. Like you just never know in that situation. Like you (laughs) go into it, obviously nervous, but so confident that everything's going to be okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, for real. I remember saying that too. And I like didn't really mean it. It was more Mm -hmm. just like something you say when you're filming Temptation Island. (laughs) But yeah, dude, it's weird looking back at it um okay that's so true though no
1: it is so true that it's like there's all these little one-liners that you kind of say because it's like even if the producers don't like guide you into saying something it is one of those things like you do say like who knows what's gonna happen or like I could leave single like there are certain lines that they do have you say just to like show during like like a little yeah you know what I mean? Like behind the scenes thing or whatever. So you never really know what you're saying. If it like holds any truth behind it, it's just crazy that what you said did.
0: <laughs> I know. And like, it's weird. Cause we're like recapping. I notice different things that different people say. And now that I know what all of our lives are like now, I'm like, we were just like time travelers, like low key. Dude. Like we knew what was going to happen. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I could get like any
1: producer on this podcast right now. And if they, the way that I was so convinced how my life was going to be and how it would never be different than like what I thought leaving that island and just how it is now, it's crazy. Like I literally was like, no, you guys are wrong. Like everything should be fine. Like, and it's just wild and everything is fine now. It's just different. It's not what I intended, but it was- you know, I love, I, everything is great right now. So
0: wild, wild. Okay. So we start out where it's the girls in the escalade. Mm -hmm. And I think it's funny that me, like we did, we just said goodbye to the guys and we're officially separated for like the whole experience. I think it's hilarious that I'm worried about Evan (laughs) in the escalade. I'm like okay girly pop like you have no idea what the shit is about to go down <laughs> even like this episode especially too. like you no know. <laughs> like,
1: oh my gosh um yeah but you know what I noticed with like your guys like season or when you guys first got back you all awkwardly like circled the guys when they were at sitting the, down at and like the <laughs> mountain villa <yeah>. I- when <laughs> you guys got back no one said a word. To anyone, you guys were just awkwardly standing there, and the guys were like, "All right, so like, <laughs> PJ's wine night? Like, what's going on?" And Nicole's like, "I need some wine." And then you guys walk away. Like, I tried it-
0: to, I tried to be the buffer. I that you, I literally said I was like, after like she said that and walked away, I was like, "Ha Like, we'll pajama and wine it, like trying to like make light of it. Yeah. It was so awkward, Aaron. Okay. Like, I I think it kind of hit us that we're like, oh shit, like we're dating these guys now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to ask you. Like, I don't have many questions for you this episode because I'm like, I want us to like go smoothly in yeah. it, whatever. But I did want to ask you like, was it as awkward as it was portrayed?
0: It was, it was more awkward. <laughs> <laughs> it was more. Yeah. Cause like we walked back and it just like finally hit us that it's like, wow, like we're living with these like 12 strange men that we like just met Mm -hmm. We're dating them. We're going to, like, ask them on dates. Like, we're in a house in Hawaii overlooking the ocean. Like, we sleep here. They sleep here. We're about to drink alcohol. We're about to party. It's like, we have boyfriends. Yeah. And it was just, like, overwhelming. And all of us are in, like, long-term relationships. So, like, the newer seasons, it's, like, one year, two years. Like, me and Evan were, like, five years exclusive, known each other for ten. Shari and Javen were, like, nine years. Yeah. um, Katie and John were like three years Mm -hmm. um, and then Nicole and Carl were like three years. So we're all like, none of us have dated in like a long ass time. Yeah. So it was very, very, very awkward and uncomfortable. And I was definitely out of everyone. Something that the single guys kept telling me all the time was like, I was the most welcoming and like bubbly and social. Yeah, And I felt that like, I felt like I was a buffer between the single guys and the other girls
1: I'm telling you I have that in my notes though and I've told you this Casey since rewatching that like you definitely were the most outgoing friendly yeah. like tried to make everyone feel important like you wanted to get to <laughs> no. know everyone and honestly like I would say for my season I was very similar like yeah. I was very close with the guys yeah. on like a platonic level like we were all very good friends I genuinely thought that myself and maybe Chelsea were the most friendly with everyone um, granted you can only show so much. So like my edit was more like being upset and like wanting to like work on myself and all that, which is totally fine. Cause that was a real raw experience. But like outside of that, I was very, very friendly with all the guys. Like I was never yeah. like cold and like closed minded. Like I knew what I wanted and I knew what I wanted to fight for, but like, I wasn't, I was very close with them. And yeah. that's why when like our season ended and I was like hearing some of the things that the single guys were saying just like about myself and Chelsea, like we were both like, what the hell? Like we were best friends with you guys. Like, why are you saying this? Like, you know what I mean? And that's why it's just like, I hate people like that. If I say something (laughs) about you, like, I mean it. I'm not going to go talk about like behind your back. Like why would you? people suck. Nuts.
0: I think the thing too about like being on the show for me, the reason why it wasn't that I was like into these guys and like wanted to date them and I was like flirting. It was more like I'm a very intuitive person and I, it really hit me hard that like the, the situation that we all signed up for, not just the couples, but the singles as well was like a high stress, awkward situation. And I really wanted um, everyone to feel comfortable. You know what I mean? So it was really important to me. Like, they all gave up like their jobs and their lives for like a month as well. So I wanted them to feel like valued and like appreciated and like not awkward. Like I wanted them to be welcomed in our home, if that yeah. made sense. makes sense. No,
1: that does make sense. And that's really nice of you. Like I agree. I think we forget about the stress that the singles go through as well because it is primarily based off of us and the four yeah. couples. But like, you know, it's not easy for them either. No. And
0: it's, yeah. it's I, I noticed. Probably that. more awkward for them. Yeah. I um, I put down I was like Val is too much like I remember like <laughs> watching it the first time always like random one-liners like the mul- spreading butter and multi-grain bread like yeah. where does that even come from know. honestly I, I had to put a note because I was like yo these lines like I feel like he's like in his room just like writing down this shit yeah. like <laughs> right. there's no way it just like comes to him like on the fly Yeah, I agree. And I
1: feel like he did seem annoyed. Like he was like, we're here too." like everyone's standoffish. Like he's very
0: aggressive, like alpha male. And you could tell in like that moment it was coming out for sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I think it's funny how I was talking to the guys about alcohol and how I'm a lightweight, like fun fact, I literally did not. I had like one sip of alcohol the entire no like two sips of alcohol the entire time like I was not no dude people are always shocked to hear that are you fucking kidding yeah because this is the thing I um I'll just be like super open and honest about this we always keep keep it real on our podcast. Uh I, um, rarely drink alcohol. Like it's, it's not common. I it's very like social, like every few months. And the reason why is because like my, um, family on both sides, like addiction runs like super heavily. Mm-hmm. And I have an addictive personality, so I knew in that situation it would not be smart of me to be drinking alcohol in, like, a high-stress situation, like, all day, every day for, like, a month on end like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, yeah, so, like, whenever we had to, like, really, like, fight in, like, scenes and, like, I don't know, like, they wanted us to, like, be drunk. I would tell the producers I'd be like I'm not gonna be drinking But like I'll give you a show Like don't worry Like People won't know That I'm not drinking
1: (laughs) I love that for you I mean honestly I could never tell Like I Yeah you killed it Like you were like The life of the party And I said that Even before we did the podcast I was like You killed your season You were
0: so fun (laughs)
1: Literally nice
0: Not drunk once And when the show Came out Like especially Like the dance party I got so much heat Because all these like Freaking like Asshole trolls Were like Oh my god Like She's so drunk, like dancing like a fool. And I'm like, dude, I'm literally the only sober one at the party. Wow. Like all the single guys were even defending me online. They're like, she literally didn't have a drop of alcohol.
1: Oh my God. See, I was the opposite. I'm like, get me as drunk as I can be. Numb the pain. (laughs) I can't do this. (laughs) I know, right? No, there were times where I genuinely was like, I, my body cannot. I physically have alcohol poisoning. I feel like I cannot (laughs) drink anymore. Especially because we were up until like 3 in the morning to get yeah. up at 7.30 for a date that wasn't even – until 11 a.m. Like it was – honestly, looking back, that shit was like bonkers. Like that was crazy. I know, man. Genuinely.
0: Yeah. I, I so. just
1: like – I felt sick to my stomach all the time. It was crazy. Um, but yeah. Okay. So now we're at the guy's villa. Catherine yeah. says all the girls are calling her the forbid, forbidden fruit. Like here's my thing. I don't know <laughs> here's my thing let's dive into <laughs> Catherine okay I don't know how I feel about Catherine we, you know how
0: you you do know how you feel about Catherine just keep it real it's just you're, like you're not a fan you're not a fan of Catherine
1: I'm just like she's so beautiful she really she is. is and like she has a great body and like I'm all for like women empowering women like I will never come for any females looks that is not me yeah, I no. think she's beautiful but like something about her and her personality it just rubs me the wrong way because i feel like it's like and we'll, we'll dive into this more throughout this episode but it's we see in this episode she literally goes for every single guy in the house but is telling them all the same thing and i, I hate know. that i hate that because if you're a single on the show and you're looking for love that is not what you do you don't mm-hmm. like go into it trying to like throw things and see where it lands and that was like my biggest fear going, doing the show. And like, I'm like, God forbid someone lies to like myself or, yeah. you know, and then we get conned. That is a terrible feeling. So I just something about her rubs me the wrong way. I'm like, I don't know. I
0: think with her, like back to just like clout and airtime, it's very obvious. Like, I think later in the season, we'll get into it. I do think she develops real feelings and she becomes like very human. And like, you have a lot of empathy for her, but I don't think she gets there for a while. I think Mm -hmm. when she came on the show, it's very clear. She had a motive. She wanted airtime and she was going to do whatever the fuck she needed to do to become a main single.
1: Yeah. I, that's, she's, and that's the thing. It's like, I'm sure my opinion will change like it always does. But like as of right now, and I think even John said it too, like she's just coming on way too strong. And he that did. He said me,
0: like he he's on guard with her because yes. it's like too much. Yeah, And that
1: made me actually like feel for John because Same. I feel like that just goes to show how good of a guy he is. Like I feel yeah. like most guys would love girls like throwing themselves at them. And like yeah. most guys would be like this girl is coming on strong, I'm sure – if I wanted to hook up with her right now, like I could, but in his mind, he's like, it's a little alarming how strong mm-hmm. you're coming on to me. It's a little alarming. How fast you like me? Like I have a girlfriend and that's why I'll never understand like cheating in general. Yeah. Cause I'm like how you could find, that attractive being like so easily swayed by someone else I don't know I don't know it was like with John I honestly was like wow I'm like starting to actually really like this guy because just the things that he says shows like a a level of maturity that you actually don't see in a lot of men these days
0: oh totally he's definitely like a big teddy bear yeah um okay let's talk about all the single girls surrounding Evan in the kitchen and they're talking about how I should have blocked someone yeah Dude, and then the natural beauty conversation, oh, everything about this just made me cringe inside. And it's like it's not even because it's like I'm directly related to it, even if I wasn't. It is giving so much pick me girl vibes. I want to haunt it. (laughs) Yes, yes. It could never be me. Okay. I could never surround myself around a dude in a kitchen and be like, oh my God, like I'm a natural beauty. What about me? Like, bitch, I cannot. I'm sorry if I'm being aggressive right now, but it was too much. I was like, this is, these girls need to check themselves. And they were like, goo, goo, gaga.
1: Not even that, but I wrote this in my notes again, same thing. And and later on in this episode, you hear Morgan or Catherine, one of them be like, you know, Morgan's my best friend in the house, or maybe Catherine Morgan says it about Catherine. I didn't realize that at this point they were best friends, but I did write in my notes that she turns to Catherine again and is like, um, what does she say? Oh, so you don't think I'm a natural beauty? And she's saying it to Catherine. If I were Catherine again and I didn't know that they were that close in this moment but I would be like why are you asking me I'm not the one who said it like Evan yeah. is the one who said he's attracted to natural beauties. why are you turning looking at me making eye contact with me being like oh so you yeah. don't think I'm naturally pretty I'd be like yes bitch you are but like I'm not the one who said that like turn to yeah. Evan like say it to Evan like it was just so awkward like it was it was a very uncomfortable situation and I feel like honestly even Evan was a little uncomfortable he was like oh, me and I don't like, I don't know, like, yeah, Yeah. it would be Brit. Like, you know, it was
0: very awkward and cringe. And I just think like, again, just the mindset difference between single girls that go on Mm -hmm. the show and couple girls that go on the show, how all of them were like, she should have blocked someone like she should have. And they kept saying it under their breath and they continue it throughout the episode. It's like, no dude, like it's a different maturity Mm -hmm. level. I feel like, because for me, it was just like, I'm here for a reason. Like, I want to know that I can trust my partner. Why the hell would I block a girl? Like, I'm not here for you. Like I'm here to my man to like prove that he's like a good guy. Like it is, it really has nothing to do with you guys. (laughs) Like Like, at all.
1: Honestly, I think that it would be very, like I say how much fun it would probably be to like be a single in comparison to going on. In a relationship because you have more freedom, you have less pressure, but I honestly don't think I would do well as a single because I'm too prideful. I'm not going to surround, I'm not going to be in a group of females surrounding one male. No, no, no. That
0: is not me. I I do not compete. (laughs) I would be the one standing in a corner waiting for you to approach me. A hundred percent. That's Even why I feel like it came off so cringy because I'm just like, yes. you guys look ridiculous surrounding this dude in a kitchen, like all begging for his attention right now, talking mm-hmm. about how like his girlfriend should, should have blocked all of you guys. Like it's coming off desperate. And I'm like, girl could never be me. I'd be no. like what you said. I would be off doing my thing. Like if he's into me, like he'll pursue me. Yeah, so I don't, absolutely. you're right. I don't think that we would be good at singles no, because not we're not, we're not doing that shit. <laughs> No, <laughs> no pick me girl vibes here. You pick, like it's either you're into me or not. Yeah, literally. I will either be the first eliminated
1: or we'll end up making it all the way. But I, I know. Am not. I am not begging for you.
0: Yeah, absolutely not.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. OK, so Evan then says he's 100 percent committed to the experience and that maybe the grass is greener on the other side. Maybe it's not. Let me make I'm going to just say this. The grass is like ninety-nine percent never greener. Never greener. I don't care. I don't know who I made know. up that theory. Oh, the grass is always greener. No, it's not. <laughs> like yeah. I,
0: I love that, that phrase too, because you're right. Like it's you gotta water your own grass. Like, and this yes. isn't even about like me and Evan, but just like anyone listening in general. Like it's 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 never greener. Like it's the way that your grass is going to get green is by putting your energy and your time and your love and your affection into like your relationship and who you're committed to. Um, starting fresh is like almost never going to work. It's right.
1: And I was a big believer when I did the show say like, that was a huge phrase that I would say, but I just genuinely feel like the universe has a plan for you regardless. So it's like, yeah, you can think a certain way, but like, being through many, many experiences, as have you, I genuinely feel like the grass, like it's not always greener. And like people it think may that seem there's- seem green
0: it at may. first because it's new and it's exciting and you're like, ooh, like yeah, like yeah. this is going to be fun. But in the long run, no.
1: No, everyone thinks that they can do better, find better, all X, Y, and Z. And then they end up just yeah. most likely living in that regret. And sometimes, for the most part, it's too late. Yeah. That's why I'm like, you know, try to strive to achieve your goals and stuff. But when it comes to, like, dating and stuff, like, I would not risk anything just because of, like, a little, I don't know. TNA. Yeah, like a
0: funky- – <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, tits and ass. Yeah. Um. <laughs> tits and ass. <laughs> oh, good shit. Um, so we start the first date selection and I love how Evan, like in his little confessional, he doesn't want me around at all because he needs to be able to start the process. And with me around, like he can't do that. Like he can't properly enjoy the experience.
1: You know, he says comments like that a lot. Like last I episode, know. he said something like, oh, I was so nervous because I thought Casey and I were going to be in yeah. the same house. But now that we're not, I'm like all in. I'm like, Dude
0: you're shady he's
1: he's, it's giving like um what's it what did hanya say out of sight out of mind Vibe. yes
0: out of sight out of mind that's a thousand percent that should be like evan's tagline he is such an out of sight out of mind person that is so scary that is no like a hundred percent
1: like that honestly terrifies me
0: like yeah no god (laughs) that's some real shit so choose you actually live
1: like that sorry i'm like getting into it like people <laughs> actually think like uh you know they're not around they won't get caught no honey i you promise you you will always get caught
0: a lot a lot Especially of people live like that
1: you and i having platforms and stuff like mm, truth
0: will always come out babe Good
1: oh luck. yeah a hundred
0: percent yeah a hundred um so we're choosing dates in front of each other. So let's talk about this for a moment. Did you guys do that on your season for the first date selection? In front of everyone? Yeah.
1: Yes, we did, which I like forgot we did that.
0: It is so awkward. Can we talk about how uncomfortable choosing a date in front of your significant other is? Like I wanted to die the whole time. It's It's Unbelievable because you just feel like your person is like watching you like a hawk, and then also like all the singles are like judging you based on like who you're picking. And they're like, Oh my god, like are they into them? Like, did something happen at the villa? Like, why are they choosing them? It's horrible. Yeah, don't recommend.
1: (laughs) No, definitely don't ask someone out in front of a panel of (laughs) people. Like, don't, don't do all that. Yeah, it was. I remember being very nervous, but then I was actually really excited seeing. Like Nicole, Corey chose Nicole and like I remember being like, Oh, like she's super cute, like she had a really good personality. And now her and I are like friendly, like we're yeah. friends now. But like it was nerve wracking because yeah, you're like, Why would he choose her? <laughs> like, what See, what did I they d- talk about?
0: <laughs> we'll talk about it in a little bit, but I wasn't surprised at all. Like I was like, that makes complete and total sense. <laughs> like yeah,
1: that's like my my like second question is about that. But
0: Okay. Okay, so we're going through Carl chooses Sheldon. Uh-huh. Um, everyone kind of had a weird reaction to that. I'm not really sure why, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and then John chooses Hannah. Okay, again, and this is where this is going to get hard for me to recap because obviously I have history with these people, but I'm going to keep it real. When Morgan and Catherine are talking underneath their breath – about like oh my god like he likes he likes the blondes like he's gonna pick hannah he's looking at hannah it is giving such mean girl catty energy to me it's honestly wild to watch because i don't remember it being this bad when i watched this for the first time years ago but i think i was so like traumatized then i wasn't really paying attention yeah are you getting the same vibes as I am because I'm just like it's too much dude no it's bad it's for <laughs> sure
1: bad but like honestly it's not a good look for them like
0: it's no just,
1: yeah and I don't even remember again it's going to be interesting re-watching my season but I don't even remember like the single girls saying anything that bad either I I know the single guys on my season were like chirping with like Julian and like yeah the whole time, all that but yeah, like we'll, I just we'll don't... get
0: into your single guys
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh god damn um yeah i don't I don't remember it ever being that bad, and I do think it just it does not look good because it does it's look just, like neat yeah
0: vibes. it's just like not a good look. I just feel like we're all, and even back then, even though this was three years ago, I just feel like we're all too old to be acting like that mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I agree. Um, Javen chooses Kayla, mhm. Um, I don't really have anything to say about that. I thought it was cute. She seems, like, super nice, and she is very nice in real life.
1: Yeah, that's what Shari says. She seems nice. However, she's not worried.
0: Yeah. Evan chooses Britt, and then thing one and thing two, underneath their breath, keeps saying that I should have used my block.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I had a,
0: cu- I had a cu- they question They can't let that go, dude. They can't let that shit no, go. Like, like, this Like, literally a- – <laughs> It's
1: giving promise ring vibes, let it go.
0: I think it's funny how, my confessional, like, after um, he chooses Britney, I literally say, I'm, like, I thought that he would have gone for, like, a cattier, more aggressive girl. And then I literally quoted myself. I think he's going into this a very mature mindset, and that makes me so proud of him. I was fucking delusional. It blows my mind. I'm, like, bitch, what are you saying right now? That is the craziest fucking statement to come out of your mouth. I can't. I can't take it. I I mean, I, I – it's, like, I want to
1: say – I want to, like, have the right thing to say, but I just feel like I was the same fucking way. Like, you just see <laughs> this and you believe them in the moment. And you're, like – and then you watch it and you're, like, whoa. What? What is wrong with me? <laughs> like, truly just completely blindsided. I, I do. I did want to ask you, though, like, what were your genuine thoughts, like, when he chose her? Like, were you – um Were Um, you like super chill about it? Were you threatened at all? Were you anxious? Were you nervous? Were you happy? Like what were your real thoughts?
0: Okay, so real thoughts. So I, um, at this point, I was starting to get a little bit more nervous, but weirdly, I was still very much in my little like rose colored lenses, like delusional fantasy world where I thought Evan was my future husband and we were going to be like totally fine and make it through this. So I was like very chill about it. And then the girls actually, cause we were filming that scene for hours. Okay. So we were like literally in front of the singles for a really long time. So we were like watching them interact with each other off on their side. and We were interacting and Shari and um, Nicole and Katie kept telling me, they're like, you shouldn't be chill about it. Like case, like you're being too chill. Like she's like pretty, she's hot. She's like doing, she was doing her like yoga stretches. Like while we were like um, on break and they were like, Casey, like, she's doing that to show off how flexible she is. Like, oh she's God. she's up to shit. And I was like, you guys, it's not that deep. Like, And I really was chill. But then, like, deep down inside, after he actually went up and chose her, and oh. I knew, like, before he even chose her, that's who he was going to pick. I just felt it in my soul. As soon as he did, I was like, okay, like, this is actually kind of concerning because – me and her are very similar. We're both from Calabasas. We're both like athletic. We're both like blonde hair, tan, like, except she seems more like chill and not so type A and like, isn't going to ask for a ring right away. So I was right. like, okay, now I'm a little bit concerned, even though I was acting okay. Like deep down inside, I was definitely a little bit nervous after wow. he for real picked her.
1: Yeah. I mean, I get that. I feel like again same thing it's like you're okay with who they choose but you're also like shit like yeah
0: should I be concerned like what's going on yeah I definitely got a little nervous um okay so Shari picks James and then I just have to say like Javen's little one-liners throughout this episode and throughout this whole season are freaking hilarious I forget he's funny He's so He's funny sorry. I remember that he was like funny Like back when I first watched it And I was so surprised by how funny he is But dude this guy is hilarious His one liners just crack me up
1: Yeah I also love how she does not Even touch James She doesn't even look at him She like points and then he just follows her
0: Oh yeah <laughs> oh I love you. We're, Wait, about the, it?
1: the best part is uh, Javen says These guys are in for a rude surprise <laughs> That is so funny. She's very
0: demanding. She's a queen. <laughs>
1: I know, but how how nice of him calling her a queen on know, national very, television? He's that very in
0: love, you can yeah. tell. But no, that. that was yeah, cracks me up. Okay, so then I go and I pick Carlos and yeah first off evan's face the whole time that i'm picking is so intimidating and then when he says he's like she's drawn to confidence like that's how i got uh, that's how i got her he's honestly not wrong though like i was like okay like he actually does know me well <laughs> like,
1: i was gonna ask that i was gonna ask if that was why you picked carlos or yeah if there was a different reason
0: yeah so i um I'm open about it to this day. Like I'm a huge confidence girl. Like I, I think it's cause I'm a very confident person and I have a big personality. So I, mm-hmm. and it's kind of been a problem for me because a lot of really confident, like alpha male guys are pieces of shit. fuckboys, boys, you know? Yes. And the nice guys are just, they don't know how to handle me and I'm not going to lie. Like I kind of walk all over them. Yeah. So I'm in this like very weird in between phase because it's like, I don't want to end up with another like asshole fuck boy, but that's typically like really confident guys are like that.
1: Yeah. I would I you would agree know with that it's tough. I honestly I feel like it's tough for women like you and I because we're very independent, we're very strong, strong willed, um, confident females and yeah. a lot of people don't know how to handle that. And it's tough yeah. because it's no fault of ours. Like honestly.
0: Yeah, and I think that's what happened on the show and that's why I picked Carlos is I felt like – a lot of the guys, like I was being very friendly and welcoming to them. And then I found out like a, f- a couple days after this, like all the guys were like interested in me and wanted to get to know me. But Carlos was the one that like went out of his way, like besides when we'll get into that later. But mm-hmm. Carlos like really went out of his way, like asked me like in-depth questions about me and like what I'm about and like why I'm there. Like he really went like above and beyond to like get to know me quickly. And I yeah. was like, okay, like he deserves a first date.
1: That's like Shaq. That reminds me of Shaq. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. First sneeze of the episode. Um, Yeah, that reminds me of Shaq. Shaq was very much like devoted to yeah. getting to know me, wanted to, you know, yeah more Carlos, Like, we
0: still like, we talked to this day. Like, he literally texted me like last week. Like, he's such a good guy.
1: Aww, he's a good that's one. That's awesome.
0: Um, okay. Wow. So, Nicole picks Tyler. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't really have anything to say about that. Just yeah. sounds good. Um, Katie picks Johnny. Saw that coming. John even says that he called that. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay, so when Mark is like kind of asking us like why we picked our different people and like what we think of it when Nicole said... Oh my God, she had me dying.
1: That is something I would say. Dude, like, that okay. is like, like It's just like I would never outwardly like say... Like something directly rude about someone, I feel, but like I would definitely subtly do like a little jab like that. I was like, Yes, bitch.
0: This is the thing. Nicole, I literally wrote in my notes, I was like, Nicole saying Carl picked someone he wasn't attracted (laughs) to, so he wasn't tempted. This is like classic blunt Nicole. Okay. I've known Mm -hmm. her almost four years now. She's one of my best friends. I know her very, very well now she definitely wasn't trying to be rude or an asshole. She just really is just like blunt and like says, and she's very logical and analytical. And she just says shit and doesn't even realize until afterwards that like, Oh, maybe that like was a little too harsh. Like I promise you, she truly wasn't trying to be mean. That really is just like analytical, logical mind. She's like, I just didn't see that, like, he would be attracted to her. And, like, I'm thinking he's trying not to be tempted. Like, that's genuinely how she was thinking in that moment.
1: See, that is so funny because I would see it as, like, her saying it not only as, like, a dig to her, but then also, like, a dig at Carl. Like, because the way that Carl looks – it has him questioning like, Oh fuck. Like, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's like, I feel like that is so like, I'm the type where I would say something like that to like get my partner thinking like, yeah, you can't do better than me. Have fun.
0: No, <laughs> They're like, <not> she's, <laughs> she's legit. Especially back then she, because back then she was like really learning how to like process her emotions and like learn what love is. And like, uh-huh. she was really going through like a very transformative, like phase in her life and she I'm telling you she genuinely that was her thought process that she was just like oh like he's trying to like not be tempted so that's why he picked her like she wasn't trying to be an (laughs) asshole and that's why I love Nicole because she is just (laughs) she's the best man she just says it like it is man she says (laughs) it on her her. mind
1: but yeah that was hilarious um all right so you guys are now having a party yep the pool party
0: um I think it's so funny how I said, um, when I forget who I'm talking to, I think it's Jack where I talk about how I wanted like a sleeve tattoo. I'm like, I want like a girly girl sleeve tattoo. Yeah, I still do, but I thought it was Uh-oh. funny. I told a random guy that <laughs>
1: I was going to ask. I was like, is that something like, were you serious about that? Or did you just say that? Cause like he had tattoos.
0: No. So this is the thing we've talked about this in past podcasts. Oh. I definitely have like a very like alter ego side of me. Um, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I've, I've thought about it. I've, like, planned out a sleeve. Like, there's definitely things that I would want. But then also at the same time, the other half of me is just, like, do I really want, like, a sleeve for the rest of my life? Yeah. Like, every single day? Like, if I ever get married in, like, a wedding dress? No. So, right. I don't know. I, like, battle with it. I feel like in another life, I definitely had a sleeve, though.
1: Do you have any tattoos now? I have three. Oh, Okay.
0: And I'm probably going to get more, but... Oh,
1: yeah. I have four. Uh, I was yeah. just going to say, maybe start with one,
0: <laughs> but you already no. have them. Yeah. I have, I have 10 piercings and three tattoos. 10? <laughs> yeah. Damn! dude. People are always surprised about these things, but yeah. Like, it's just oh very... My. I do it in a very, like, subtle, girly way, so people don't really know.
1: What do you have? Like, three on your ear, three on your ear, six, belly button?
0: Um, one? I have... One, two, three, four, five in one ear, my belly button, um, uh, rest, rest <laughs> on, on my other ear, and then I. Oh. <laughs> I'm getting. I'm. I used to have them, and then I'm getting. I'm getting them redone. Wow,
1: I forgot about those. <laughs> like I forgot that. Like that was a thing. Yeah. No. Yeah. A lot times, a lot, yeah. Wow
0: oh my gosh that's hilarious i love it yeah man it's my edgy side what can i say so no that was not just like me like saying that to like bond with him like i genuinely have always just like loved tattoos and stuff yeah like in another life i feel like i would have had them
1: no i could see that definitely um Uh, all right so katie's in the pool she's talking to the one of the guys this this conversation actually really hurt my heart a little bit i'm not i know
0: it's it's tough
1: it's tough. It's tough because I was constantly being compared to Katie, who I do see similarities with. Like actually, and I really like her. I really do. I think that she is a good person. I think she just has a a tough way of wording things. Or maybe mm-hmm. she's just so blunt she doesn't think that it could maybe come off wrong. And yeah, you know, I, I do I do see similarities in why we both went on to the experience. But she does say that. <laughs> he is John is not as manly as she would prefer because of where she was raised and where he was raised and then she says she's more outdoorsy she's active he's not and I do get that Uh but again the wording and then she follows it up with he would not she doesn't know if he would be a good father to her kids because he's not manly enough and he wouldn't be able to teach her son how to do certain things and that's where I'm like, whoa! I would never, I know, I, I could never say that about someone. Like, even if I maybe felt it, like I just, yeah, that
0: was tough. Uh, yeah, no, like, um, living it, living that whole th- situation with her, even though I wasn't there for that exact conversation, but this was like a constant theme throughout all of filming. Mm -hmm. So living it was really tough because it's like this is someone that I just met who I'm bonding with who I'm living with. We're going through like a really traumatic experience together and I like feel like she's like a sister friend. But then at the same time, it's just like who I am and like what I believe in and the type of person I am. Like I'm very like I just I really feel for other people. Like I try I've definitely toughened up over the years, but I'm very sensitive for other people's feelings and I just hearing the way that she talks about him is freaking tough. It was tough living yeah. it. It was tough watching it the first time and it was tough watching it the second time. Yeah. And, and I'm going to just... be honest. I don't really understand the like the outdoor manly thing. Like I, maybe that's cause I'm from LA, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, I don't like, is it really like the end of the world that he's not going to like go out and like,
1: freaking I don't know. go
0: fishing like I don't this understand is- okay <laughs> I, I think that maybe
1: like her father and this is me assuming because I don't know anything about Katie's family I don't but like maybe yeah. like she's just used to like like having a role model who was like a very outdoorsy like maybe that's her perception of like what a real man what is, a man and, is like someone who is like super like Big and strong and like chops down wood and goes hunting and all that. But like being a man can be so many different things. Like being a great father, that is being a man. That's the most manly thing you can do is step to the plate and be a good dad, be a good husband, be a good father. Like that to me is like what makes someone a man. But I will say, in that same breath, I think it is okay to have standards. And if her type is someone who is more outdoorsy and stuff. She needs to find that. Like That's the I, thing is like, you can't I,
0: change people. Like John can. is who he is and it's not fair to like try to change him into something that he's not because he's not what you want. You know what I yeah. mean? Like yeah. that's my thing. Like for me, for example, I'm not really like an outdoor, a big outdoorsy type of person. Okay. So like see,
1: I am and that's where I see with where where Katie's coming from to an extent because I'm very athletic. I'm very yeah. outdoorsy. I'm always wanting to do something like we are always going to be on the move. And that was what was hard for me, which was portrayed on the show is like, if you're not with someone who matches your energy, it can be very hard. It can be hard as great of a person as they are. It's difficult because you're, you're very different. Yeah. Again, though, it's like, does that make that person less of a man because they don't no. have the same personality as me? Absolutely not. You absolutely not. What makes you a man is if you're a good person, if you have yeah. good morals, if you're a family man, if you want to get married, or even if you don't want to get married. Like, I don't know, but like, I feel like there's different definitions, and I think that's where her, yeah, like, maybe it was just worded weird. I don't know.
0: No, her that's bad. that's that's Katie. She's just like I love her but she just she says what come whatever the hell comes in her mind oh. and blurts it out and like does yeah. not think of the repercussions at all um, I also think it's hilarious that she's venting about this to Wynn who is literally like an LA city boy like he lives in <laughs> like downtown LA <laughs> like, I'm just like out of all the people like you're literally venting to like the most LA city boy there yeah. pretty much is in that room right now Okay. Shari and James talking by the pool. James is letting her know that she's being super reserved and she admits that she's intimidated. And I have like two different feelings about it. Number one, I kind of like feel bad for her because I, in the past, I've known Shari very well um and seeing her like that is just like very like out of character like she definitely is very like down and reserved and like not giving him the time of day Mm -hmm. um but then at the same time I'm like okay but like you knew what we were signing up for and like this poor guy like he's just trying to like talk to you and it's just you're making it real difficult right now
1: (laughs) my big issue is that like she wouldn't even look at him yeah, like that no is like a contact. different level of like disrespect. I feel like, and whether it was intentional or not, I don't know. But like, yeah. I could not imagine like trying to have a genuine conversation with someone and them literally like not even looking at me. Like that would yeah. be. It for I didn't me. Even, I would be like, all right, like.
0: I didn't even realize that to be honest, but that's yeah. a valid point. I would she, feel the same done, way. She
1: does that this entire episode. She does not look at her date or who she's talking to once, and I'm like. I understand that you don't want to upset Javen, but at the same time, I don't think you looking someone in the eyes is going to make him cheat on you. Like, I I don't know. I honestly, I felt a little strongly about that, that that's a little disrespectful. These guys are trying to get to know you and I understand it's hard and it's okay to be reserved, but I just being on the other end and receiving that, like I would be very upset, especially if he's like, are you excited for the date? And she's like, well, I'm excited to get out of the house. I would be like, all right, then ask <laughs> someone else. Take someone I else. I didn't even
0: realize Stop, you're, seriously. You're,
1: you're pointing out valid stuff, I will because, say. Like, I'm so, I mean, you know this, like I'm the type where it's like, <laughs> if you're not into me, I'm yeah. going to go elsewhere. Like, seriously. Yeah. I don't care if we're on a show or not. Like, I would be like, all right, well, if you're not excited on the date for the date, you're excited to get out of the house and take someone else. Like, seriously. You won't even yeah. look at me. Like, it It was very hard to watch. And yeah. I don't know Shari. So again, maybe that's just how she is. That's okay, too. I just think that it was a little,
0: a little rough. Yeah. Because yeah. you're right. Like, I feel like you can be respectful to someone and have like a mature adult conversation yes. with someone and like it not in any way be cheating or being disrespectful exactly. to your significant other. If you yeah. are, he's just a, hu- another human, you know, <laughs> you're literally, it's just a conversation. I, yeah. like, I'm just like, if you are so
1: scared to do the bare minimum that you're going to get in trouble.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Um, um. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I just I want to say this because like my DOG was barking at the beginning of this. Everyone like let's all give snaps because she's being so good and so quiet like laying at my feet right now. I'm blown away. Oh, I love that for her. She's being a good girl. <laughs> a good girl. Okay, so the beach villa. It looks so fun. I'm not even gonna lie like they're like over here. We're like we're just like being real awkward we're being like very reserved i'm the only one that's really giving anyone the time of day it's awkward and then we like go over the beachville and they're like dancing they're yeah. like getting it they're taking shots i'm like okay like this is kind of a vibe like now being like an outsider watching i'm like okay the beachville was like really fun the mountain villa was intense the beachville looks like a vibe Yeah, but, like, that's what they like to show, too, because
1: I feel like, I mean, we had a lot of fun on our season, but they did definitely show, like, more, like, that's, like, the whole joke about Temptation Island. It's always, like, the guys' house parties, the girls' house doesn't, but I will say. Except season four. (laughs) season
0: four, the girls' villa was lit. The guys (laughs) were crying the whole time dude the girls villain was lit on season no, four really, what a game the girls, changer
1: the girls ran the show they did not give a fuck the guys were sobbing <laughs> and the girls were
0: like i too. know every <laughs> night most legendary parties on in like ti yes. history no truly um So, Brittany, she says that she's stoked for her date with Evan, and then I quoted her. She thinks he's the most (laughs) genuine guy in the house. Bitch, (laughs) I love you. Okay, me and Brittany are actually, like, friends. Like, we, like, keep up with each other. Your radar is off, my my guy. (laughs) Yeah. I I literally wrote, can we have a moment of silence
1: for the ridiculousness of that statement looking back? Like, Casey, let's have a moment of silence. I know.
0: Everyone and... (laughs) <laughs> okay, <laughs> Brittany, you are so cute, man. I love that you thought that. I mean, he really, he really fooled he- some of the best of us. <laughs> okay. What I will say is actually rewatching like
1: he he at at points in this episode he fooled me too. Right?
0: Okay, okay. This is so crazy that <laughs> we're getting <God>. into this. <laughs> Cuz I was watching it too and I'm like and I'm really coming into it with just like a sh- fuck you mindset. Right like you're irrelevant but then i was watching it and i was like okay you know what like i kind of see why he had me fooled for so long yeah he fooled everyone on the show because he has moments where i'm like okay like he's kind of funny he's kind of sweet i'm like goddamn this guy like he's good he's good he really has perfected his goddamn game like even to this day i i appreciate it i'm like you really got this shit going strong no he's literally a wizard (laughs) We're, we're giving him way too much credit right now i love it he, but he is he's he's a goddamn fucking Listen, wizard we're
1: always we're always gonna give credit when credit is <laughs> due and in this case unfortunately he's the dumbledore
0: of fuck boys yeah. <laughs> That's what... he's the harry <laughs> the harry Potter. i'm dead i'm so Holy dead shit. i'm right, glad so- that we oh. both wrote that in our notes because i was like oh. whoo this guy we bringing his a plus game mm-hmm Carl shows off his room to Kathleen (laughs) He talks about how he wants reassurance That he's with the right person I thought it was interesting that he's like Giving a tour of his room like right off the bat And like uh, I like Carl Yeah that would upset me Then then I liked Carl but like (laughs) Right no
1: (laughs) That's something that would upset me honestly If I like going in the room was like a rule Like everyone says they didn't have rules Like I straight up had rules I don't care I will be that girl that admits it If, If there's another female in your room
0: Fine. there's no, yeah, there's, there's no reason for that.
1: Absolutely not. Especially you don't
0: need to be, in that environment.
1: You don't need to have a conversation in your room. No. Absolutely not. Like, no. And I will say, he said something that stood out to me. Carl said, being committed nowadays is hard <sighs> and rare, especially to be committed and for it to be real. And I was like, damn, The fact that he said that like four years ago and like now we're living in such a different time, even though it's only been four years, it seems like it's like gotten so much worse nowadays. Like people being in relationships, not settling, like actually like allowing themselves to be in love and like not cheating and all of that. Like that is like, he made a good point. Like it is hard to find. Yeah. And the fact that he was saying it then and like now it's just like even more of a different time is crazy.
0: Wanna know something that I've been thinking about lately? And like this is like we're gonna go on a tiny little tangent. But this is we're like not, a- we're almost at an hour case. I know, I know. I know you guys, this. we're not making it a two-part no, though. We're it's gonna one. end it at an hour and thirty. We have to. Like we got this. <laughs> I'm done. <dead. laughs> um, but okay, so my little tangent, something that I've realized, because I've really been trying to think about like why is like our society and our generation just like so horrific at like love and commitment and relationships. And it's like really hit me hard because I'm like, I understand that like being in love and allowing yourself to be vulnerable, to fall in love and like potentially get your heart broken is terrifying. Like I respect that. But I think like, what if you don't get your heart broken? Yeah. You're like, going to be in like the best situation. Like you have like a best friend for life that you get to do like everything with, you're like protected and safe. And like, you have a teammate and a partner. It's like, that is so much better than just Mm -hmm. like dealing with random people in your bed all the time, like going to the club, being drunk with strangers. Like, I don't understand why people don't find that more terrifying. I don't know either. I don't know what I mean. Just like having like constant, like different people and just like no real connection and no real emotion and no real vulnerability. And it's just like a constant never ending cycle of just like people coming in and out of your life and just like emptiness and loneliness forever. Like that is way more terrifying than possibly falling in love and being with the right person. I think because it's easier to hook up with a bunch of people
1: and sleep around and like not put your heart on the line than it is to actually take the risk of falling in love. Like, and it's also like more effort to like, like, I, like, I feel like like there's people, there are people out there who it's just easier to do it that way.
0: Whereas like it's a lot of
1: effort, like being in a relationship, like putting in that time, like trying to like get to know someone on a deeper, deeper level. Like people are so scared Mm -hmm. of, Like having to like be told what's wrong and what's right in a relationship and all of that. I mean, those type of people aren't ready for relationships because if you're going to be with someone, you have to understand there are certain things you're going to have to change about your lifestyle if you want to be with someone. Like you're going to have to stop doing certain things that aren't acceptable. But I think it's just easier for people to be single because it's like okay, now I don't have any expectations held on me. I can do whatever I want. I have no responsibilities. I can sleep around. I cannot get caught. But like, I just feel like. I've been, like, very mature at, like, a young age, so Uh it's, like, I've gotten everything I needed to, like, out of my system, like, not not at, like, a young age, but, like, I'm so just, like, the hookup culture, like...
0: No, it's the worst. Obviously,
1: like, I'm seeing someone now, but prior to that, I literally was not sleeping around. I wasn't hooking up with anyone. Like, that's just not me. Even if I'm single, I don't really, yeah like
0: date a bunch of
1: people that's just not who I am and I'm not saying it's bad for people to do that it's just I feel like I just have matured a lot and out of younger age that that's just not really
0: your thing who I am no it's not my thing either at all I've been like super open and honest about it it's um like, unless I'm, like, really, really into someone and, like, want to date someone. Like, I'll say it publicly. Like, I am I practice celibacy unless I'm, like, really into someone. Same. Like, straight up. Like, no, I'm the same way. Yeah, because it's, like, it's just – I don't want, like, a bunch of random people in my energy like that. Like, it's yeah. just not – it's not the vibe. And I think the thing, too, nowadays – is it's easier for people to be a part of hookup culture and just like randomly date and like be really casual than it is to be Mm -hmm. like once you're in a committed relationship and you're in love it's like you are now responsible not just for like you you're also responsible for someone else and like their heart and their soul as well yes but I think
1: that like maturing is realizing that like it's almost worse hurting someone else than it is like hurting yourself. Like it's like, I would never get into something thinking at all, even if it was 1% that I could hurt someone. Yeah. I just wouldn't do it. Because like, I I think something that was great with doing the show is that I learned how scary it is to know that the things that you say and do can really, really affect someone and hurt them. Of course, yeah. And I think that like, I'm just at a point where it's like, if there's any doubt in my mind at all, I won't do that to you. Yeah. I We won't like even get there. And yeah. I think that I, I also, yeah, you're right. We are going on a little bit of a tangent, but I also I feel do. like everyone nowadays, especially with social media and the dating apps and all of that, it's like, you almost go into a relationship just, like, waiting for the other person to, like, mess up. And that's what, like, that's what, like, fucks it up. And that's something, like, I've had to, like, learn too, is that, like, oh yeah, not everyone is going to hurt you, even though you've been hurt in the past. And I just feel like our society lives in, like, fear when it comes to relationships because it's, like, oh, this person's going to do something, so I'm going to do it first. Or, like, I'm not going to be fully vulnerable with this person because, like, What if they hurt me? And it's like Mark said that to me. Especially, he's like, "You can't live like that. That's not healthy." No. And I was like, "Yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, I can't live like
0: that." And being vulnerable is like, I feel like it's so freeing because it's like you're really being your true, authentic self. And it's like if that person, like if you're vulnerable with someone and then they don't receive that or they judge you or like it scares them away, it's like that's just that's not your person. It's nothing that you did. It's like okay, well. Oh well, like that just is mm-hmm. everything you need to know that that person is not meant to be with you. Absolutely, I feel like that's
1: massive. Like the open line of communication is huge. Like the yeah. one thing that I feel like with dating us, especially, is that like there will never be confusion. Like you, oh, will, no. you will know exactly how I'm feeling. <laughs> like it could be like six in the morning when I'm just waking up, or like yeah. a night after drinking. Like you're gonna know how I feel, but yeah. like. I feel like actually though that is rare to find nowadays like yeah
0: because i no don't bullshit play, here me no. and you we don't play any, we games. Do not any play games anyone that's ever dated yes. us knows th- no games are being played over here no. it's straight to the point like yes. we say it like it is absolutely okay tangent over on. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Javen, he is so funny, I can't even handle it. He, him and Catherine, when they're sitting down and she's just being ridiculous, I'm screaming. He is so uncomfortable. The way that he moves his chair like away from her and like angles it in, and then he's like, What am I to do? Like, please do not touch yes. me. And then he literally says, he's like, pray for me, America. And then he ran ran to bed. Runs, didn't walk, He ran to bed. I just want to know what
1: like Catherine felt watching that back like watching a grown man like actually like hide from you and like sprint away and another really funny thing that he said was when he was in confessional he's like I feel like I have Shari on my shoulder being like, you better not fuck up. I'm, he's <laughs> like, I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. And I'm like, Honestly, like that's where I see glimpses of me and Shari too. Because I'm like that bitch who's like, you better watch
0: what you do. I'm so you. dead. No, like he literally cracks me up so much. I love it.
1: But that brings um, me back to like, real quick, like Catherine with the, you just were saying you were into John. You're like pursuing him. Now that John's like not in the picture, who knows where John is? You're trying to pursue
0: Javen. And I told you she's just trying to get airtime. This is what it feels like. So she's hopping around and she's just – she's making sure that she gets a camera on her, period. Yeah, but like people like
1: that going on the show are concerning because it's like you're really (laughs) really ruining a relationship, risking a relationship just to fulfill your selfish needs for airtime.
0: Yeah. Come on. I literally – my next note was Catherine wants to flirt with everyone. Yeah, and um, she, she says that. She literally says that. I know. In one of the confessionals. She's like, <laughs> I just like it. So she goes up to Evan in the kitchen. Yep. And he's kind of like minding his business. He's like, I'm going to bed. And then she's getting flirty. He's flirting back. And then they like go on the confessional. And all the single girls are like, kind of like, oh my God, like what's happening? And they, feel, they all feel really bad for Brittany, which I think is so funny that they're all so concerned for Brittany, but not one of them is like, he has a girlfriend. <laughs> not one <laughs> of them not one of them is like yeah. this dude is in a committed relationship and no we feel so bad for the girl he's up. never gone on a they're date like, with but is going on a bad. date at yeah. 6 a.m tomorrow literally they're like we feel bad for the girl who <laughs> met an hour ago <laughs> God, he's got of 11, 10 he needs to respect this this brand new single girl that you met an you, hour ago but no, you, we don't give a fuck about the relationship <laughs>
1: You know, what I found really interesting, though, is how Evan kind of called Catherine out and was like, I've never, like, seen you this talkative. Like, you're only, like, outgoing when Morgan's around. And I'm like, oh, like, very interesting. And I feel like it also goes to show, like, how concerned the girls are about Britney, but they're not concerned about, like, Morgan, I don't know if like she had made it known to everyone she had that crush on Evan because it's like Catherine says she I don't does think and then so. she denies it. Like, but they were very much like Team Brit. Like, we need to look yeah. out for Brit.
0: No, the way, because we'll, we'll keep diving into this whole fight is it spirals out of control. But the way, the thing that I got is I don't think Morgan had told anyone but Catherine that she had a crush on Evan. Uh-oh. That's the vibe I got.
1: Yeah. And that's probably why she was denying it.
0: Yeah. Like, it's so. Front of him. First off, before we break down this (laughs) shitstorm, how are Morgan and Catherine best friends after knowing each other for like 72 hours? Okay, like I I get that we make bonds fast, but I feel like me and the couple girls, we spent the same amount of time together. We were bonding as well. We were really close at this time, but I wouldn't have been confident enough to be like, she's my best friend.
1: Yeah, I think it's because they're both like the pretty... Dominant females in the house, but like yes. to be honest, it's coming off as mean girls. So maybe like they bonded. I mean, you
0: know, girls they bonded like that. over like that. Like they bonded so over
1: that. Like they bonded over like talk. Maybe like talking shit or being like overly confident and all that. Because I feel like in episode one, Morgan was low key like snapping at Catherine a little bit. So I don't yeah. really know. Like it's very. It's strange. very
0: strange because like I don't know. But- I just feel like best friend is like a strong word. Like I don't really say that lightly. Like. People that I call like my best friends, like Mm -hmm. you have just recently become one, but not that long ago, like I wouldn't have felt comfortable telling people that you were my best friend because we were still like getting to know each other. But now like we talk every day, we talk about deep stuff, you know, things about my life that no one else knows and and vice versa. Like that's a best friend, a best friend, Carly. I've known her since we were 12. We're like Mm -hmm. lifers. Like a best friend is a big word to say about someone you met like less than a week ago. Yeah, I completely agree. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I'm just like, that's a lot. So then, so Catherine and Evan are in the confessional. They're talking or whatever. And Morgan is spying on them outside the door. Yes. Okay, so you got to help me out with this. Because, like, honestly, like... It, again like I keep saying like Apples and oranges could never be me But like it could never be me Like I would never be spying Outside a door of some dude I was into Talking to another girl
1: No I think that like <laughs> if it was like me and like a couple Friends and we were like doing it to be like funny And stuff like I could totally see Myself like army crawling on the ground Like trying to eavesdrop on like Chelsea being, And like, like funny with but like, being like your funny, friends Yeah, This was but, like, like it
0: was so It was a lot dude
1: Yeah <laughs> I mean I think that it's like this if you are into someone and then you're gonna go spy on them and be a little jealous then you need to own your shit and be like all right like I yeah. like this guy like you knew I liked him why were you alone in a room with him like that's weird. yeah but and if you're gonna do all that and then deny that you ever liked him that makes and you look saying, crazy and,
0: and say that it's about Britney it's about respecting right. Britney it's like no bitch okay <laughs> like it's like you wouldn't you- react like that You Oh, and then by the way, I want to say again, because me and Erin, we say the word bitch. It's just like an endearing term for other women. I'm not actually calling her a bitch, everyone. I don't want anyone to give me heat. I genuinely have like no hard feelings about her at all. Like I wish her the best. I hope she's thriving, doing well, falling in love, doing her thing. Like I do not mean it in a bad way at all. It's literally just like a term that we just like use when we talk. Um, Yeah, I agree. But – so when she, so when Morgan comes into the confessional and she starts like yelling at Catherine, I put like a bunch of crying face emojis in my note because Evan's face, he's, is, no, he's his, so eyes. his eyes are so big. <laughs> like he's like, what is happening? You know what, the,
1: Casey, this is one of those moments where I actually like kind of, I don't want to say felt bad for him, but like, I genuinely think he was confused.
0: No, I do too.
1: I'm I not really going to lie. He was like blindsided because he didn't know that Morgan liked him. He had no idea Catherine had – was like trying to – because she says in a little confessional, she's like, I'm going to flirt with Evan. Like, that's what I'm here to do. Yeah. Because he says prior, he's like, I'm going to be honest. Like, this is the first time you're even talking to me. So I think that, like, he was set up for failure in that situation. I don't think he did anything wrong. It was – the drama was between the two of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That I actually sense. agree because I do think like them going in the confessional, like maybe it looked shady to the other single girls, but it's like nothing was happening. They were literally just having a conversation. Like it was not like, it wasn't even an inappropriate conversation. They were just like talking. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with that. Um, I thought it was very strange. This is where Morgan is just her story is just like not aligning. She's in her, in the confessional and you can tell she's like turned up. She's feeling some kind of way. And she says, she's like, I told Catherine that I was the most attracted to Evan. And then in the very next sentence, (laughs) right after she just says that she told Catherine she's very attracted to Evan. He's the only one that she's she's attracted to. She then says that she doesn't have a crush on him. So, like, I'm confused. (laughs) Like, what is it? Yeah, I think it was like she got a little
1: embarrassed and like wanted to act like maybe too cool. Again, the pride probably got involved, like her ego and all that.
0: Yeah. But
1: like, when she says to Catherine, she's like, you're being such a good friend right now. I think that went right over Catherine's head because Catherine was like, yeah, I know I am. I <laughs> was being so serious.
0: Like, I don't think she you're realized right. Morgan was no. like
1: calling her like being it a, sarcastic.
0: It 100% went right over he- her head. Um. I just think it's funny too how she kept saying how she's like not bothered and like doesn't have a crush, but like in the confessional and the way she's acting, it's like, girl, you're literally starting an entire fight oh, yeah. in the house and like waking everybody up. Like you're obviously not chill <laughs> right now. Yeah. Like you're obviously feeling some type of way. And that's then that's why. I, uh, what? <laughs> sorry.
1: I was just going to say, like, I feel like being in a house with like 11 single girls all fighting for like, Oh, it's ridiculous. I just feel like that has to bring out the worst in you when you're drinking and stuff like the insecurities, the jealousy, the cattiness, like recipe. Oh my God. I would be so like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, dude. It's, it's a nightmare. Um, Evan freaking cracking me up dude he's like in a confessional why this shit started happening he's like I'm not wanting to get in the middle of friends that's a lie I've definitely been in these situations yeah, yeah. he's
1: like wait let me correct myself no I've done this shit before
0: oh my god I, I literally put in my notes I was like this is so fun to watch like four years later because I'm like so removed from it I can actually like giggle at like the outrageousness of all of this um, I had a
1: question for you real quick. Like, do yeah. you think the other single girls, like when they say, when they're upset with Evan because he has a date the next uh-huh. morning, like Evan aside, could be anyone. Like, do you agree with them that like what he was doing was disrespectful or do you think the girl, the single girls are overreacting? And like, again, could be anyone like pretend it was like, so, you know what I mean? Like, do you think yeah, like, yeah, they yeah. react the same way? Or the right way. So
0: this is the thing is I think if it was like in a normal situation, yeah, I can kind of see what they're saying. It's like he has a date at 6 a.m. with another girl and he's up at one in the morning, like talking with like different single girls, specifically Catherine, like alone in the confessional. Like, yeah, it's a little bit off. Okay. Mm-hmm. However, ladies do you are you like not aware like of what show you signed up for this is temptation Island. this isn't mm. like bachelor okay like wh- he's dating all of you like there's yeah. no rules okay the only person he had rules and was supposed to respect was me okay yeah, Like absolutely. he doesn't fucking know any of you guys so yeah. i'm sorry but like it's temptation island. It is what it is. So I didn't really get it. I mean, I can kind of understand what they're saying, but at the same time, it's like, he's dating all of you. And like, he doesn't really owe any of you guys anything at this point. It's like night night one. Yeah. I feel like they were being
1: good friends, but it wasn't that big of a deal. And honestly, like my ass would be asleep by then.
0: (laughs) That's the thing too, is I feel like all of them, like they made it into a big deal. I feel like If they would have just left Catherine and Morgan, Catherine and Morgan, Catherine and Evan alone, I feel like they would have been in the confessional. They would have talked like did their little flirting and then they would have like probably drinking a little bit more and then like gone to bed and then nothing would have happened. Everything would have been fine. But all these girls and Morgan is what like made this all pop off. Yeah. Morgan telling Catherine to shut up. I know. Dude, okay, I'm glad I'm not the only person that noticed that because I'm, like, I'm trying – again, I'm trying hard to, like, not be biased, and I'm not. I I really genuinely am not. That's the weird part about all this. Like, I know people probably have a hard time believing that, but it's very genuine. But when I was watching this scene again for the first time and she's like up on the bunk bed and they're screaming at each other, it's like, okay, I get like you guys are heated, but to tell someone else to shut up, like I would never do that. Like that's so disrespectful. I would be like that. I would lose my shit. Okay. Because me and you, yeah, me and you have talked about this where me and you are like very, very chill people. But when we do get mad, it's rare. But when it happens, it's like red hot psychopath anger. The
1: only way you will see me angry is if you disrespect me.
0: Dude, if I had- um, I
1: don't have a mean bone. I swear to God, I don't have a mean bone in my body until you disrespect me. Yeah. That's the only way. You could literally like do what you want. Like say what you want about me. like. But if you disrespect me, that's when you're going to bring out a side of me that you're going to wish you didn't unleash. And it's not, it, it really should never happen because I, if I'm not disrespecting you, don't disrespect me. But that's the only time you will see me get.
0: Dude, I'm going to be honest. If I had alcohol in me and I was on (laughs) temptation Island as a single and some chick I just met is screaming at me from the top of a bunk bed and tells me to shut up. People are going to have to hold me back. Yeah. It's going to be a fucking problem.
1: Especially, (laughs) especially like if someone is like trying to make you look bad and like lie about things they told you, because like like you and I talk about this all the time too. Like, we both like are very honest people. So it's like one thing you cannot say about me is that I'm a liar. Like I don't have that in yeah. my freaking body to be able to do that. So if I'm telling you something... And you're literally in front of people being like, she's lying. Or I didn't say that. My blood would, feel, like, it would boil. Because I would be yeah. like, no, no, no. Like, you're not going to make me look crazy. Let me pull out the receipts. And that's exactly yeah. what was happening. Like, Let me Catherine, pull Catherine, up the receipts. I will put the receipts. Promise you that. Like, I swear. Yeah. And Catherine was like. I'm not the one who likes Evan. You do, and then for him, yeah, like, "No, I don't." And I'd be like, "Whoa, whoa!" That's when I yeah. would be like, "Okay, I know we're friends, but let me make you look bad real quick." This is I literally, this.
0: if I was Catherine, I literally—I mean, I'm not gonna lie. If someone told me to shut up, it, I don't know if I'd be—if be, I would stay rational at that point. Yeah, but let's let's say I am rational, okay, and I'm Catherine. I would have just been like okay like I hear you and I hear what you're saying but like are you looking at your actions right now you clearly have feelings and you clearly are feeling some type of way like this is not an unemotional reaction that's happening here like let's just right. like be very rational and to the point and like own it right now because this is this is how people act when they're upset yes yes I agree with that Um, so Evan wakes Brittany up, which I thought was idiotic. Well, I guess she was probably already awake because they're all screaming at the top of their lungs at one in the morning. But he takes her outside. She's tired, confused and pissed. And I completely understand if I was her, I would be tired, confused and pissed as well because this is too much. This is like high school mean girl energy at one in the morning and I have a date in five hours like yeah I I'm right there with Brittany and he's just flabbergasted and confused as hell yep I will say that like when all of this was like airing for the first time a bunch of the single girls were like talking to me and like filling me in on like shit that happened Uh they said the way it was edited Evan was like way more of a factor in this shit blowing up than what it seemed okay so like so like I don't know for sure like I really don't but from what I heard is it was kind of like Evan was like really just like instigating a lot of shit and then it all blew up and then he acted like all innocent so that's the story that I've heard
1: yeah yeah I mean I get that vibe because he definitely looks like he's like He's like, what have I done? Like, yeah. yeah, like concerned and all that. So I mean, that makes sense. I feel yeah. like snakes in the
0: grass. Oh Lord! So yeah, that was fun recapping that shit storm—the <laughs> first fight in Temptation <laughs> Island history. Um, yep. So the guys—they're going off-roading for their date. Yep. Um, and that's really all I wrote about that because yeah, then we I was—I was
1: just, was just going to say that Javen has really good style.
0: Oh, yeah. I talk about that later. His overalls. Yeah. He's killing it.
1: I love that. That was nice. Yeah.
0: He's swaggy with it for sure. He is. Um,
1: You guys are on a boat.
0: Yes. Shari and James seem wildly uncomfortable from the very beginning. Yep. Again, won't even look at him. (laughs) Won't even look at him. The snorkeling date was actually really wild because the water was like it was so like choppy. So we were all like extremely seasick during this date. Like all of us. Oh my God. And like, it was really hard to snorkel because there was like waves. Like it was like crazy water. Like it was not good snorkeling conditions at all. So fun fact, we were all sick out of our minds and like, it was very difficult to snorkel because it was crazy water conditions. Oh,
1: that's funny. Snorkeling was like my favorite date. Like, yeah, I no. I
0: normally love snorkeling, and I still did. I had fun, yeah. but it was, like, very, like, choppy and, like, crazy. Yeah. Um. um wait,
1: so you're talking to Carlos. Yes. And I felt like you handled yourself really well. You were super friendly. You were bubbly. You were giving him, like, the perfect amount of attention. Um, yeah. I had a question, which you kind of answered – earlier but I'll I'll just ask it again like did you guys talk after the show at all and was he like really your type or was it more just the confidence thing like would you ever see yourself like
0: um Carlos isn't my typical type no like I'm definitely like I mean I feel like by now everyone really knows my type I'm definitely like the SoCal LA surfer skater boy athlete type yes. of vibe that's uh-huh. my that's my type it's been my type it's always been my type um but Carlos, no, he was – I was just very intrigued by him because he is, like, the cutest dimples. He's so handsome. Uh-huh. He was always so good to me. Um, and he always just, like, genuinely cared, like, about me and, like, what I was saying. Like, he wanted to hear what I had to say. Yeah. And I feel like I was in a relationship for so long where I felt, like, alone and not heard – so it was just like very refreshing having a man like being so like interested in anything that I wanted to say. And that was yeah. very refreshing. I did put down a note in here when I'm talking about like my family and like how my cousins are all married and like I'm the black sheep. and Right. Dude, it just blows my mind because back then, and I put this in all caps, my notes, like I cared so much what other people thought about me back then. And it's really, really wild to see because today, I honestly, I've said it once, I'll say it again. I give zero fucks now. Like, absolutely none to the point where sometimes I'm like, maybe I should care a little bit because I literally give zero. And watching myself talk in some of these things, it's just like, girl, like you really cared so much about the most insignificant shit. No, but insignificant people.
1: I think that like becoming so close with you too has made me have that mindset as well.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: Unless you are like a close family or friend of mine, I literally don't give a shit what you think. And to be honest, I'm probably overly confident because like I genuinely am like, you can't tell me nothing. I love who I am. I think I'm a great person. I'm a great friend. I'm a great girlfriend. Like I'm I'm rare. So your opinion of me does not mean shit because it's not going to change how I feel about myself. And yep. I'm not cocky, but I'm very confident and I think that I've surrounded myself with people who have brought out the best in me and who have made me more confident because for a while I lost that. I mean, Jesus Christ, watch me on the show. I yeah. I was not, you know, like the best version of myself. And I'm like I obviously like value the opinions of like my family and my friends like that. Yeah, you know? but like also sometimes they say things where I'm like I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that, and, and that's fine. Exactly.
0: Yeah, I just think like honestly, what you just said just really just made me so happy. I love that you said being getting close with me has made you care less. What? <laughs> you, you've had an effect on me. I fucking love it. That's like such a big compliment. Like I'm, I'm well, I stoked, mean, man
1: you know how I am sometimes like I'm like definitely like yeah. a very like outgoing outspoken person but I'm also very sensitive and like again you can get in of, your
0: feels a little bit well,
1: words of affirmation is my love language like number yeah. one number one so it's like I need to sometimes hear that like yeah I'm doing the right things or that people are proud of me or to not get into my head and like I feel like since being friends with you like you've made me kind of like break that mold and be like you know you're good.
0: Do your thing, girl, <laughs> and you're fire. Yeah, it's it. honestly so peaceful. That's something that I've noticed is the old me when I'm watching the show, like my life was anything but peaceful. And yeah. I was very just like at war with myself and like my heart and my beliefs and everything about me. And now like I'm just – I'm so peaceful that it's like I don't let anything fuck with my peace now. I love Like that. nothing. Like good. I can't because it's the best feeling yeah um one thing I did say too though because this is like watching myself like date these guys for the first time and I had been with like one guy for so long like I had other boyfriends and stuff Mm -hmm. when I was younger but it was like before me and Evan were exclusive and I was very very young you know it was like high school early 20s like I basically had been with Evan since I was like I met him when I was 19 and then we got exclusive when I was like 23 or 24, I think. Mm -hmm. So I hadn't really ever dated before. So watching myself date, I, I don't think the audience can tell, but I can tell that I am uncomfortable. Like that's the thing. Wow. No, I
1: can't tell. I could not tell. I thought you handled (laughs) yourself so well. I was like very impressed. Seriously.
0: See, I'm like such a pro because I can tell that I'm not comfortable. And now that I'm like, I've dated like a few guys since Evan and like, I talked to a bunch of different people. Like I have game now, like I'm very <laughs> different than what I was then. <laughs> like a hundred percent. So I definitely noticed that that was very weird for me to see. Mm. Um, okay. So now we're back over to the guys on their date. Brittany is not into the date with Evan. Mm-hmm. She says she needs some space. Um, Evan's going to respect that. And then a little bit of his Dumbledore, fuck boys. Yes, out. I've, the other ladies are vying for that attention. Like I literally, the
1: thing with Evan is that he's so good at looking genuine and concerned for you know them and the single girls and it's you scary. all at the same time. It's honestly it's, scary because like honestly, like he had me fooled in that five seconds that I was watching I was like damn like he didn't actually have me fooled Jesus but
0: like no but I know what you mean because I feel the same way but then he slips up it's like it it comes off genuine and Uh then it's like it slips up the other ladies are vying for that attention and then I literally wrote I was like I wish the new me could give this idiot a reality check like he would not even know how to process the new me now (laughs) okay like this dude and his one-liners, and then he literally says like, "Wanna go check out some coastline?" Like that—that uh, that was a sentence that actually came out of his mouth right then. Oh my god, I cannot. Um, we already talked about how we were so sick during this snorkel date, and I mean, like, really sick. Like, we couldn't even eat the food. Like, we were. I think Katie and Johnny were like throwing up in the bathroom. Oh my Tyler. god, Tyler was like throwing up off the side of the boat. Wow, it was not good. Um. Okay, Tyler and Nicole uh-huh. are having a conversation. This is this is a time where I'm like Tyler might be a time traveler because he says he says he thinks that Carl is holding Nicole back from experiencing everything that she wants to experience. Yeah, and this is not my story to tell, but everyone knows that they are no longer together, right. and currently, Nicole is like traveling the world and living her best life. And yeah. she is doing things and living a life that she could not do when she was in yeah. a relationship with Carl. So I just, I'm like, wow, Tyler really hit the nail on the head like four years ago. Like that's yeah. so great. That really stuck out to me. That was crazy.
1: Yeah. Well, because, and their conversation like was really good. Like I feel yeah. like he was raising a lot of questions that she probably didn't think about before and then throughout the season you hear her like resurface them yeah you know like with the emotional connection and like having the deep conversations and all that like I feel like he probably got the wheels turning in her head and now she's like oh is this someone that I want to be with for the rest of my life like am I supposed to be with someone like this for the rest of my life yeah
0: I also think he made such a good point at he they like in their little conversation with, if you're even here, your relationship isn't a hundred percent. And like, honestly, I know that's hard for a lot of the couples to hear, but it's facts because if you are, if you are in a loving, healthy, solid relationship, you're not signing up to go on temptation Island. I'm sorry. And if anyone is in denial about that, like facts, like, I don't know if there's going to be a season five, but if they're casting for it and like, you're listening to this, like I'm telling you, like your relationship isn't solid if you're gonna if you're planning on going on this show. Period. Uh, absolutely, story.
1: absolutely. Like, come on, you got to hold yourself accountable yeah. in that aspect. Like, we are, we weren't going on the show because shit was perfect. Like, there was no. reasons,
0: and anyone who even, denies that is
1: just in denial. Yeah,
0: because even me, like originally, I mean, I I said it before. Like originally, I thought that Evan and I were going on it for like clout and yeah. to like get followers and like get verified. But even then, it's like right now, this moment in time. If I was in like a healthy, solid relationship with someone that I really like, loved, and like wanted a future with, I wouldn't, I wouldn't risk that for to get verified or clout or to like right, go on the right. show. You know what I mean? Yeah. And with him, I was like, I was willing to risk it. Yeah. Which means things aren't solid. Exactly, I agree. Um, so, Katie
1: and Johnny
0: wait, we skipped over, um, Carl and Sheldon. <laughs> yes, dude. Carl yeah. telling Sheldon <laughs> that he's not able to be intimate with, Cole, with Nicole during this trip and that he has needs. I and feel she- like the guys really struggled with this, with this episode and going right? on these like- I was like, he even said too, he went into his confessional and was like, oh, he's like, I need to shut up. He's like, yeah. I don't know what I'm saying." Yeah. Like,
1: between
0: him and john like yikes yeah um okay you could
1: tell you could tell sheldon was like uncomfortable
0: (laughs) oh yeah like me and sheldon were friends in real life and like knowing her like i'm sure she was just like absolutely mortified in that moment (laughs) like a (laughs) hundred percent yeah um johnny and katie when she says me and johnny are actually a lot alike." I was like, honestly, facts. Like, they are the same person. I
1: wrote that. I said, I actually see this couple being a good couple and working out because I think they're very outspoken, outgoing, like, have high standards for what their partner should be like. Like, I actually could see them being a good couple.
0: Yeah. No, they're they're very, very similar. Mm
1: -hmm. She says that Johnny is very driven and that John isn't. And I feel like her questions are valid. Like, she says – um. Like in her interview after, she's like, I feel like my questions are valid and not irrational. And I do, again, agree with that. I think that, like, if you have questions about if you're with the right person or not, like, that's okay yeah. when you go on this experience. But again, it's just like there's a certain way you can approach
0: it. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so this part killed me. Joanne- I know. <laughs> i love that our our like notes are aligning yep. Um uh, john telling hannah that she's his second choice see this is where it's <sighs> like it's obvious that none of us have dated in a minute because yeah. that is like the absolute last thing that he should be saying right then and i mm-hmm. love how she was like i love being second choice like all sarcastic yeah like that like why would he ever think that's something that he should say to a girl it's because we we're, were we were all off of our game we like yeah. don't know what we're doing and then he
1: followed up with like if katie and i don't work out like i'll find you or something like that <laughs>
0: Like, oh, like please no. don't
1: please don't yeah i know <laughs> he was actually refrained from that oh poor guy
0: Shari and James, the awkward silence. I have mixed feelings about it again. I know you have very strong feelings about it, uh-huh. but like I don't know. I don't know, man. It's it's tough. It's a hard to watch. I
1: don't remember seeing a date being as awkward. And then I was like, maybe Ashley and Mike from season four, where he was like saying those one liners and it was like so yeah. awkward, but like I think this takes the cake. Like they like Won't even look at each other. No one's talking. She's trying to like fix something. And like, I understand like getting back into the dating scene. Like, it is awkward. And like, when you're thrown in this position, like, you don't want your significant other to like see you forming a bond and like you're scared to do the wrong thing because then they'll react or whatever. But this is just a whole different level of like, I don't know. Like, I feel like you can still be friends with someone without disrespecting. Well, this is like, eating.
0: well, this is their theme throughout the season and we'll get into it more as we go. And again, I haven't watched it in like almost four years. So I don't remember exactly, but if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure their theme is like learning how to be independent from each other and being Mm. able to have like friends of the opposite sex. Like this is like their storyline basically. Yeah. Um, I thought it was like, kind of sad and also just like unfortunate for James because he's on a date for her when she says everything I do I have that sense of guilt like she literally just feels guilty doing anything
1: Mm. yeah and
0: I which is uh, intense
1: I get it but I feel like if you don't if you want to make up like if you want to set boundaries outside of Temptation Island where you're like I don't want you having any girlfriends I won't have any guy friends we're just going to be each other's yeah. Sick, like partners and not have any other friends, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. But you're on Temptation Island where you're dating 12 single people. Yeah. You have to have a conversation with someone at one point. Like, this is not real life. So, in real life, if you set rules for your a boyfriend being like, you can't have girlfriends, like, that's fine. But you went on the show knowing he's going to have 12 of them. So, you have yeah. to be okay with at least making eye contact. <laughs> With another man.
0: Plus, like, you could use me as an example. Like, I was in the same situation, and I was very respectful and did not cheat and honored my relationship the whole Mm -hmm. time, and I was very nice and friendly and open with all the guys. I mean, look at Javen.
1: We'll jump into Javen. He seems hilarious. I like his approach. He's literally having a great time with Kayla. He's, like, frolicking in the field. She's cracking up laughing. And then right after, he goes into, like, a confessional or he does his interview where he's, like... I'm still invested in Shari. I love her. Yeah. But like,
0: he's still having having fun. fun. Exactly. I think Kayla was a great choice for Javen because she's definitely, she's, you can tell she's like a respectful girl. Yeah. So she's not going to like pressure him or like intimidate him and they're just going to have fun together. So I thought that was really cool. You can tell she's a good girl. Yeah. Okay. Anything else before we get into our first bonfire ah, ceremony? Just the
1: worst feeling ever. Bonfires, honestly, were the worst feeling ever.
0: Yeah, I can't really compare it to anything because I've never felt anything like it since.
1: (laughs) I think the only thing I can compare it to, and this is like a terrible comparison. But like when I was like shot at and I actually felt like I was gonna die. Dang. Like I've never felt like as anxious. Yeah. Like that's a that that falls very second to like yeah. my experience with that. But just like that disgusting, sick feeling of like yeah. you cannot control your like fucking insides. Like they're twisting, they're turning. You are literally like going through hell.
0: Yeah, Genuinely. it's really it's a wild wild experience. It's just like pure panic and anxiety. Oh
1: My God, the anxiety was the worst.
0: Um, so the guys walk in. Uh-huh. And I, I just think the editing of Evan is so funny. It's like his little fuck boy behavior just gets like sprinkled in here and there. Like, um, the Mark's like talking to all the guys, and Mark like makes a comment to Javen, just like like oh like you're opening up, and then Evan like under his breath, he's definitely opening up a little bit. Yeah, I like Mark. I'm like, dude, stop being a douchebag. Like, leave this poor faithful man alone. Like, do <laughs> right. you and leave would, him alone?
1: I would literally be like, why did you say that?
0: <laughs> like, I know, out. right? <laughs> um. Okay, so Evan's clip is first. Um. He watches when grab my hand and take me away, LOL. And then he kind of says, like, shit under his breath. Uh-huh. His face is the typical Evan face, like, big eyes, like, all concerned. Yeah. And then he really, this is the thing, I really did not watch the way I should have watched back then. The audacity of this man. The way that he said after my clip, he was like, hopefully I wouldn't be completely distraught watching a little bit more of that. Are you shitting me? Like, what uh, the shit that I'm about to watch over the yeah. next few weeks, like, you really are concerned about, like, you being distraught right now? Like, I cannot. Right. I, right. Can, like, I cannot. I had no remorse doing it to you, but, like, God yeah.
1: forbid he sees that I can't.
0: It's the Double hypocrisy. Standard. It's yes. the hypocrisy for me. <laughs>
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, um, Carl's clip? Yep. So I actually forget what Carl. Oh, Carl watched um Nicole and Tyler talking. Yeah,
1: it was just Tyler being like, you know, he's holding you back. Yeah, yeah, like, that whole sure Like you are gonna, if you came here, you clearly have problems in your relationship, like all that stuff. And he says that he's relieved because he thought he I don't believe him. But that he concerned me. Bothered. But that concerned me because it's like if you already bonfire one going into it, or like to be honest, like I expected to see worse. Like. That goes to show the lack of confidence you have in your partner and Nicole. Yeah. I'm confused. Like, was there, like, like, I feel like Carl just gives me the vibe that he is waiting for Nicole to fuck up. Like, he always is bringing up, she had a boyfriend before we met. Is is she going to leave me for someone else? Like, yeah. Don't be with her then. Like, if you think that she, if you really feel in, like, your heart of heart that, like, she's gonna do this and you have to walk on eggshells and all that stuff then like you know yeah you shouldn't you shouldn't do that because it's like it's he's beating a dead horse at this point and it was very alarming that he was like honestly i was expecting to see worse because it's like no offense like that makes nicole kind of look bad because i'm yeah. thinking as a viewer like is nicole like that like yeah. what is he talking about
0: which is like so messed up exactly yeah. um javen's clip I just wrote his clip was so mild. Oh my god, he's blessed. Like this dude is is just in for a breeze walk, man. Like his his temptation island experience was real mellow. Um, Okay. John's clip. Oh lord. Uh, Katie venting about how he's not manly. The father conversation comes up. I just wrote yikes. Yeah. Um, I felt bad for him. I thought mm-hmm. it was actually kind of cool how all the guys like really spoke up immediately about like, you would definitely be a good father. I thought yeah. that was cool that they were all there for him. Um, well,
1: like, even when he says like, he was like, you know, she says this a lot, but like, I know that I would be a good, a good father. He was like, uh-huh. I literally know that I would be a great father. And I'm like, oh my God, like, I know. my
0: heart broke. Like. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. Um, so that wraps up their bonfire. So nothing too crazy happened for the first one. Yes. So now we're all in the escalade and I am cracking up because the fact that we all thought the guys might be there. Okay. So this is like season one shit because you have to remember we were the guinea pigs. Okay. We didn't, we didn't know like how this was all going to work. Like everything was like a first experience. Right. And we all got so overly dressed up for this because we were like, our men are going to be there and we're going to look hot and like remind them what they're missing. And like <laughs> we genuinely a oh, thousand percent thought we were going to get to the bonfire and the guys were going to be there. We really truly Stop. thought that shit. Swear to God. Oh my gosh. So I thought it was funny that they put that in that we're like, oh my God, like are the guys going to be there? <laughs> um, That's hilarious. So that's why our outfits are all over the top because we were like purposely got crazy dressed up.
1: Right. Oh, I didn't think that. I thought you guys looked good.
0: Well, thanks. I want to like bust that outfit out now that I've like gained more weight and I have like a new style because I feel like it, it could look really, really hot like in today's <laughs> time.
1: Wait, I wanted to ask you. You said ignorance is bliss.
0: That's my next note too. So what let's does chat. that mean
1: to be honest? Like I really like I don't know.
0: You don't know what the phrase ignorance is bliss?
1: I've heard it, but like break it down for me. Like
0: what so is- So basically, I like- ignorance is bliss. So this is actually something that I, um, right now the world and America is a crazy fucking place. Okay. Absolutely. And what I'm about to say, I'm aware that this, I have the privilege to say this. Okay. I don't want anyone to think that I don't think that it's not a privilege to say this, but I- do not watch the news minus like really important things because I protect my mental health because the world is really going to absolute shit right now, especially the country that we are in. And I'm not trying to get all like political right now because this is not the place or the time. However, the phrase ignorance is bliss works for that because it's like you're ignorant to what's happening in the world. Like I, I don't watch the news because ignorance is bliss. Like I'm protecting my mental health. I want to remain like peaceful and not afraid and not stressed. So being ignorant to it is bliss. That's what it means. So when I said it in that moment and that definitely foreshadows my mindset for the rest of the season, like I'm not stupid. I'm a very intelligent human being, okay? I have like a 143 IQ score, okay? I'm very intelligent. I pick up on people's energy. I'm intuitive. And I'm sorry that I'm tooting my own horn right now, but I am. I, once we started going through the show, I knew that my bonfire clips were going to be horrific, okay? Right, right. I wasn't being delusional or in denial to that. It was I knew that if I watched it in that moment, in that situation with the way that my mental health was it, I was going to have. A mental breakdown on national television, mm-hmm. and I kind of already did, but I knew it would be even worse than it was. So in that moment, for me to survive, ignorance was bliss. bliss. Like I, I'll deal with this on a later time. Absolutely. So does that does that make sense? What the yeah. phrase means? Yeah. So that's what I was saying. Is it was definitely foreshadowing because I was like, you know, like I don't really want to know what's going on over in that other house because I'm not an idiot. I know they're with living with a bunch of hot girls, yeah. and all of our guys are kind of sus. And they're drinking and going on dates and like ignorance is bliss. Like I don't need to know the details of what's going down. Right.
1: Okay. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: So that is what I meant um, by that. So Shari, uh-huh. she has her clip, and it's Javen's clip. Where he's God. actually being funny Poor as thing. hell. God, he got such a bad edit, but that he that goes to show a
1: what this bad show. Edit. It shows entirely what this show does and how it's a mind game because we as viewers are like no he did nothing wrong he was hilarious this was all out of context like he was so faithful he was being a good boy I don't know why I I really don't know why and I think Mark says it too even though Mark saying it for like a different reason like why he went in the confessional and said what he said I, I don't he didn't do anything wrong so I don't even know why he would put himself in that I position think he was just things. drunk
0: and I think he was just worried that he was being too flirty with the girls so like
1: but like for him to react like oh, I fucked up like I'm in too deep I committed nap what are you talking about like why would you even <laughs> say that you didn't do any of those things like why are you literally like lying for no reason <laughs> you're like you're like outing yourself for absolutely nothing like I was mind blown when he was talking (laughs) like that like I was like you like why would you even say that to begin with because you didn't fuck up you didn't do anything wrong yeah it was very strange but I get it their relationship is different it was just
0: yeah he shouldn't have even said that I know. And like Shari watching the clip, her face, like she starts out smiling and then her face just Mm -hmm. drops. Yeah. And you could tell that what he was saying and how he was acting just triggered the hell out of her. And I even wrote, I was like, the clip looks so much worse than it it actually was. And if I saw that, I
1: would react the same way. I really would too. I just, it's a shame because that was so out of context. However, putting myself in Shari's shoes. If you saw that, I would have been so mad too. I would have reacted the same way. I would have been crying and I would have said the same thing too. I would have been like, let him do something. We are done. Yeah.
0: No, a hundred, a hundred percent. And I remember, and you can see it on all of our faces because Mm -hmm. all of us, we went no joke from like so happy in the Escalade. (laughs) We're going to see our guys. Like we look hot to just like her clip. And then next episode, you'll see my clip, which is also not good. And me and Mark get into it. Um, wow. You could see all of our faces. It was like, shit just got real. It like finally hit us like what we signed up for and like where things are headed. And all of us are uncomfortable. You can see it on my face. You can see it on Nicole's face. Katie's like comforting her. The Mm -hmm. whole like energy was just, it went from very high and happy to just like, Oh fuck, where are we? And what have we done? Yep.
1: That's what happens. So the bonfire does
0: to you. <laughs> Temptation Island. Woo! I'm dead. And then next episode, we won't recap it this time, but once we finish the bonfire ceremony in, in next week, I have to let you know about the absolute shitstorm breakdown that happened at the Mountain Villa with us couple girls. Production stalled for like two days, three days straight. No filming. We didn't see the single guys. I'm talking like we didn't think the show was going to go on. Yeah. Oh my
1: God. See, we had blackout days like where we had like one day. I think it was twice out of the whole month were we able to like the we mountain like, villa yeah. and
0: bonfire ceremonies were shut down for like 72 hours. Holy shit. No, dude. It was crazy. Well, I can't wait to get into it. It was nuts. Oh it was God. so bad. They literally took like an extra dark day and like took us to go get our nails done and massages and to lunch dude, I was because we so were, long. we were not okay. We did not <laughs> have that luxury. We could not
1: get our nails done. Like anything, our hair. Like I remember oh, like yeah, COVID. They were like, don't get your lashes. Done. Like, I could have been looking so freaking good. Mm-mm. I know, right? There's one point I'm literally painting my toes on national television and someone made fun of me. <laughs> They're like, not Aaron, not Aaron playing with her toes. I was like, I'm painting them.
0: Aww. <laughs> uh-huh. I know, it was funny, whatever. Good uh, times. That's a good recap. I know, right? We kind of stayed like somewhat on time. We okay. talked about a lot of juicy stuff. It feels good, it feels right. Yeah um let's talk about manscaped let's talk about manscaped you guys so per usual we're sponsored by manscaped we're honored we're stoked we love it we love all of you using our code tempting mm-hmm. for 20 percent off and free shipping yes um get it while it's hot you guys because as of july 5th July 5th, 2022, because if you listen to this way in the future when we're like super famous (laughs) and successful, this is when our manscaped was going. But July 5th, 2022, our code will not be active for the foreseeable future. We'll probably have a new code, but this code is coming to an end. So go get your ball wipes and your boxer briefs and your nose trimmers and save that money. Take full advantage while you can. Seriously. Yeah. For your dads, for your
1: boyfriends, for your friends. Anything. For real. Cosmins. They're an amazing
0: company, amazing customer service. Their products are fire. Everything Hilarious. High quality, well-branded. And we are just absolutely honored that we get to work with them. And all of you guys that send us DMs, letting you know, let us Letting us know Mm -hmm. that you guys, how much money you've saved, what you guys have gotten. It's been awesome. So, if
1: you guys like tell us that you ordered using our discount, like we'll shout you out on Instagram, like for real.
0: 100%.
1: We will do whatever.
0: Okay, you guys. guys. So, again, this episode is sponsored by Manscaped. We love them. Please use our code TEMPTING for 20% off and free shipping off of your next order. Yes. Anything else before we do our little exit out of this recap? <laughs> no, just
1: that we love you guys and we hope that you're enjoying our recaps and we appreciate all the support and the feedback and the DMs and everything. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, please DM us
0: and yep. let us know. Per usual, please go follow us on Instagram at It's Tempting Pod um like and subscribe on apple Podcasts and spotify leave us five star reviews leave us a review if you need to email us it's temptingpod at gmail.com and that is it for today we will see you all next thursday Bye. Bye. bye